What's up? Look out! Oh my gosh, excited to be here on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Like I was shot out of a cannon. You see those? Oh, I'm in a fantastic mood. A tickling sub 180 today. Yo, pal, easy 180.2 on the scale. This is now day number 25 since I was at the doctor's office and I drew that line in the sand when buyers said, well, their triglycerides have never been higher. Your cholesterol's never been higher. Your good cholesterol's never been lower and your bad cholesterol's never been higher and your weight's never been higher. Huh? You're going to die. He actually gives me statistics. He actually says, okay, because of these numbers, you are at a certain percentage, greater risk of sudden death or something like that. And I'm like, uh, fuck shit. You're right. I know. I know. This is less to do with, oh, I just want to look good for, uh, it, I just want to look good in the mirror more to do with, I just don't want to die. So uh, then uh, we started the um, Facebook group, Fraudulent Fat Fucks. And that's kind of like the point of it is, you know, when people start to uh, struggle, we kind of like jump in and uh, offer support in our own unique way. But not so much as you can do it. It's like, quit making excuses. One of those deals. Sometimes that's all you need to hear. Is someone saying, yeah, you're you're bullshitting me. You're bullshitting everybody. You're bullshitting yourself. Get your ass moving. Go move. Go do something. Stop eating so poorly. I'm looking forward to the Sunday feast. That's when... Um, you know, the hard work, I, I, I let down the uh, defenses on Sundays for the family dinner. Not sure what is on the menu yet. And that's not even that bad. I don't sit there and like just eat like an asshole all day. Uh, but that kind of keeps me sane. And um, I'm, I'm uh, myself and everybody kind of just doing it one day at a time. Trying to move the needle bit by bit. Not all at once. Not getting frustrated. No big deal. Just inch your way down. Slowly but surely. Being that this is day 25. And if I were just for ease of math, say 180. Your old pal EZ would be minus 6.4. Since I got on the scale and was disgusting. And then, all right, that's it. Enough. Enough. I feel better. Uh, Yesterday, it was a... um, Okay, I don't do anything but walk at this point. All I'm worried about is walking for extended time. I don't know if I will ever be able to run again. I have a doctor's appointment set up for that, for this uh, right knee that is just barking at me anytime I do anything more than walk. You'll notice when I, um, uh, 
stand up like to take a pee break. It, 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 I'm slow. Everything's achy and hurts. Getting old sucks. That's what I'm telling you. Um, so, all right, off we go. Having ourselves a great day. So glad you're here. Uh, Rick says, are you walking backwards? Knees over toes. Um, no, I haven't, I haven't done that. Um, I did that for a while and it, it did, it did feel great. And I don't know why I stopped. I should probably start again, but I still don't think I'll be able to run again because even when I was doing that knees over toes, it started out really good, but then it, it, um, as I ran more, it started to, uh, overpower, you know, it started to, uh, become painful again, but, uh, I still feel great. Thanks for the insult. I appreciate it. That's, that's nice. I don't understand where that comes from. He calls me an idiot. I just explained myself to you. You don't even give me a chance to explain and you start insulting me. God damn. Uh, Kenny says knees over toes like Nick Chubb. Oh my God. Oh, that was so bad. Uh, okay. Today is the day also, uh, that I head over to, um, my, uh, new doc, my urologist about this. Oh God. I don't know what the deal is. I I'm, I'm anxious and a little bit concerned about how this is going to go. I don't think I'm going to walk in and they're just going to jam, uh, of something in my ding dong. But, uh, I'm, I'm starting to think that that may be the option that they go to where they have to feed one up the hole. Again, getting old sucks. For those of you that are younger than I am, it's coming. These things will happen to you. You know, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. But, uh, all right. But I am anxious in finding out what the hell is going on with this deal. Uh, just uh, so you know, America's number one fry cook will be at it again today. I will be at Bosco's pub and I cannot wait uh, to make you the greatest fries that have ever existed. I'm not kidding you. You cannot go and buy these fries at a store. Okay. Bosco's opens at four. I'll be there till we close it down. The reason why I say you can't buy these fries at a store. These are like restaurant only fries. It, it, it boils down to dimensions. I think it is, um, uh, each they're five eighth inch square fries. Like if you were looking at it, holding it up to your eye, they'd be square on one end. Like, uh, Maybe like half inch, half inch each direction. And they're longer. So they got to, you got to go large potatoes only for these fries. And they, they need to be longer because people like long fries. You ever get your fries and they're short and you're like, oh, I got the dickhead fries. No, they got to be long fries. And there's something uh, important. 
when the fries get put in the bowl and then I salt them and then I blend them and toss them, tossing my fries. Okay. Uh, getting that, uh, uh, no, not steak fries. Don't act like you know, Patrick. Steak fries are wide as shit. These are not steak fries. I know what a steak fry is. These aren't steak fries. Dick. A steak fry is bullshit. Steak fry is like eating a whole fucking potato. No. When you toss them, then the salt that you put on the top, the sea salt, it's now at the bottom. And it gets like a little bit of grease on it. So it's like a salt batter at the bottom. And that has to do... And then it's it's touching the, the fries and you're, you're uh, uh, saw, uh, uh, moving them around in the bowl. And then it kind of like has like a almost like a, a oily brine that goes on them. So it isn't so much like a chunk of salt. It just flavors everything. Trust me, I'm a GD professional. Ryan says they'll never be able to eat at Bosco's again because I'm fat and fraudulent. Bullshit. I work towards it. You know, bust your ass all week, and then that's your reward. Don't be stupid about this. Of course you can eat at Bosco's. Brandis says, I'm being super fraudulent. I'm getting breakfast at Chick-fil-A right now. Fuck, at least it's a grilled chicken egg white sandwich. Yeah, that's probably fine. Grilled chicken egg white sandwich. That's, that's, that's all right, you know? Who cares? Okay. Uh, Ryan says, I need to go extreme big fraud. Weight loss not happening. Now, Ryan is one of these people who's going to die if he doesn't do it. Uh, it isn't that he's morbidly obese, but I think he's worried about the betus. I suggest this. Start to count your calories. There's a billion great apps on there on your phone or even just write it down. I used to just as recently as last year would write it down. I consume this much. And then uh, when you have that low number, you know, um, then, you know, you just keep it in that certain range and you're going to burn more than you're taking in and then just wash, rinse, repeat every day. You're making this more complex than it needs to be. And the reason why you're making it more complex is because you're a cock. He says, I have an app for that. I used to do it. Right. And you felt great when you did it, didn't you? You felt like you accomplished something. It was satisfying. You look back at those numbers and you say, oh, wow, I did it. Oh, awesome. That's great. And for some reason, because we're humans, we stop eventually. We just, we sabotage ourselves. So start over. Don't come on here and complain like the bitch that you are. Uh, Nikki is here. She says, I'm writing mine. I've had a crappy week through this week. Why? Did you quit trying? You were doing awesome. You're starting to remind me of uh, one of these people who, you know, uh, wild swings, you know, shit effort, great effort, horse shit effort, awesome effort. 
pile of shit effort. Fantastic effort. How about somewhere in the middle, jerk? Now, this is when people like Nikki will be uh, uh, hunting and pecking away with, well, I had this happen this week. And I had this happen this week. And it was hard. It's just, things are hard. Shut up. Quit complaining and go do. I don't want to hear it. Come on. You've had success. Keep doing it. Holy cow. Come on, people. Uh, thank you for being here. I have a uh, an update on the fighter pilot. Remember the story about the uh, fighter pilot? Actually, before I get to that, um, when I was walking yesterday, I, I tried to set like a record for time to go around this neighborhood in the neighborhood, you know, and uh, I actually went around it three times yesterday in order to get my steps in. I did it all at once. That was the reason for the aerobic anaerobic um, explanation on fraudulent fat fucks. Uh, Aram said, can you put a simple explanation between the difference between aerobic and anaerobic exercise? And I'm like, oh, of course, of course. Uh, aerobic is, uh, it's it's all on there, but uh, anaerobic is like uh, picture weightlifting. Aerobic is like walking around the block. You're burning more fat. Crimson Chin is right. With the words, you need to eat breakfast to get your metabolism going. You should you should be eating small meals throughout the day. Very true. Don't starve yourself. Because then you're going to gorge yourself. I feel like shit when I don't eat. I had the cocoa wheats with chia seeds and collagen this morning. Uh, of course, Ashley is being a dick uh, disputing the brain of EZ, which is a bad move. Hey, why don't you worry about putting on your makeup instead of worrying about something that I know? So I, uh, I set a record for time around the neighborhood. I did it once. It was nice and easy. Second one, I busted out 25 minutes and 15 seconds. Third time around, I did it just north of 24 minutes. Now, you got to understand, I look like a psychopath when I'm doing it. I'm uh, taking gigantic steps and and, uh, moving my feet so fast and swinging my arms like a dick. Stevie asks, how far is each walk you take uh, once around the neighborhood? I don't, I don't know. I haven't, I'm not sure. Uh, but I figured out the one song that um, is the perfect tempo that if I just stay on the beat and just play that song about six, seven times, um, I will crush any record. And that song is off of uh the Back in Black release by ACDC. And it's called Giving the Dog a Bone. I should probably play a little bit of it. 
giving the dog a bone. It's a great song. Oh, it's fucking awesome. That, what an album that is. I'm Aubrey. I went to St. Jude. Back in black. Because I had a cancerous tumor. These kids, um, they don't give deserve me a second. I'm watching. to have to go through. Damn it. While I'm while I'm crushing it, and I got my headphones on. It's not, I'm not like busting it out in the neighborhood. Um, and I it dawned on me that the words of this song are just ridiculous. And I thought to myself, can you imagine in 1980 the writers meeting? And and I I wouldn't be able to uh, sit there without cracking up when. Uh, Brian Johnson and Angus and Malcolm are, are, are coming up with the words to giving the dog a bone. This song might as well be called Suck My Dick. She take you down easy, going down to her knees, going down to the devil, down, down to 90 degrees. Oh, she's blowing me crazy till my ammunition is dry. Oh, she's using her head again. She's using her head. I'm just giving the dog a bone, giving the dog a bone. All right. So, and by the way, ACDC is so fantastic. Um, you know, they can, they can make songs like this and nobody gives a shit because it's ACDC, you know? Second uh, verse. Oh, she's no Mona Lisa. No, she's no Playboy star, but she'll send you to heaven, then explode you to Mars. Oh, she's using her head again, using her head again. She's using her head, using her head again. Oh, she's using her head again, using her head. Third verse. She got the power of union. I don't know what the fuck. Why'd you say that? Yeah, she only hits when it's hot. And if she likes what you're doing, yeah, she'll give you a lot. Give it everything she got. Fuck, man. Can you imagine being a grown man and writing those lyrics? Uh, Bob says ACDC song lyrics are ridiculous. You don't say. No, yeah, everybody knew that. But I, I think from time to time you have to go back and kind of like pick them apart. I would say that's only a step above uh, Cardi B's uh, wet ass pussy. Jesus. Uh, Ryan says, I think Eric can make a fortune if he opened up a big fraud, fat fuck hotline where he answers phone calls and fat shames you to health. 
just busting their balls. Uh, Ryan says the scale claims I lost 0.2 pounds since this time yesterday. That means absolutely is nothing. Uh, nothing has changed, right? Yeah, but that's one day. Remember, this is over a long period of time. Right now, with me, 25 days in, I want to one day say, all right, it's now 365 days since I started working towards this goal. If after 25 days, I feel fantastic, and I've lost six point whatever. You know, that's, that's, uh, I mean, it's how it works. It takes time. You can't rush it, dick. He says, the, uh, he says, I want the scale you, or I want the success you've had easy. I've been doing this just as long. I don't get it. Look, I don't have an answer for you about that. Um, I think what you might be forgetting is that everything I do is better than everyone else's attempt. That is one thing you're not factoring in. If uh, I decided I wanted to play guitar, I'm going to be as good as Jimi Hendrix uh, before long. It'll just take a matter of weeks. Okay. Uh, Normal people who do not have superpowers like your old pal EZ. You know, you can't look to me. You, you can't compare yourself to your old pal, EZ. Tyler says, don't weigh yourself every day. Do it once a week. There are so many day-to-day fluctuations that if you feel like you lost from one day ago and you didn't, it can be really demoralizing. There you go. Listen to Tyler. Brandis says, are you tracking your food? Your nutrition is the key to weight loss. He's not. He already gave that shit up because he's such an asshole, Brandis. He, he'd fucked all that shit up. And then, oh, 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 he's crying on here like the bitch that he is. The fuck is wrong with you? Uh, Ashley says, just like big fraud Zane said, it took a long time to get there. It's going to take a long time to get out. Absolutely. Quit being a crybaby. God damn it. All right. That's how we roll here. Stevie says, Ryan, you fat idiot track your food. Yeah. Go with the thing that made you the most happy. Linda, I remember when she was talking about being down 10. Now she's down 17. Wow. All right. The forecast calls for Dick. If you keep that up. A Dick front with a side of balls. Mr. Wright's going to come up to you any minute now. She says, but since July, I don't care how long it's been. 17 is uh, is a great number. 
Uh, okay. Keep it up. Keep it up. Uh, Kenny, I'm a little concerned with. I haven't heard any good updates lately. I think he's, uh, he says, I've got to, he says, I've got to get with it now that I can actually walk again. Well, if I remember correctly, you were getting with it when you couldn't walk. You were down north of 30 at one point, just maybe 10 days ago. And then the uh, Oreo incident happened when you ate. I think you described it as 30 or 40 Oreos in the middle of the night. You woke up in the middle of the night and said, oh, I got to get it, mate. Yeah, mate. And you went and you pigged out. Uh, where are we now? Well, I mean, I haven't, haven't really heard shit from you. So I'm, I'm feeling like um, this is getting away from you. You should be uh, you should be doing just as fantastic as you were when you were in so much pain. All right. Thank you to everyone for being supportive in the group. Um, so I just kind of started dialing into that uh, story about that fighter pilot. Somewhere in South Carolina, he uh, he he ejected his. Uh, he hit the the button. He goes flying out of the out of the uh, fighter jet. I uh, I forgot what they said was the cost of the fighter jet. Did they say the fighter jet was a a hundred million dollars? That was a F thirty five stealth fighter cost. Yeah, one fighter jet is a hundred million dollars. And the guy was flying it and something went batshit crazy on the deal. So he hit the, the button and he goes flying out of it. And then the plane keeps flying. Now this is a, a stealth plane and you, you can't see it on right. You don't know where the fuck it is. And it flew a considerable distance on its own <laughs> before it finally, uh, uh, went down and, uh, thank God it didn't, it didn't land on anyone or it didn't, uh, you know, can you imagine if it flew into, can you imagine if it flew into a fucking building? Jesus Christ. Um, so now they're trying to get answers. That program for the F 35, uh, for the life of it, because what they do is they like fund it all and they, they figure out how much the costs are to, and then. At some point down the road in the future, the technology will be obsolete and they'll have another jet that they move on to. But that fighter jet program, the F-35, costs $1.7 trillion for all of them, all the maintenance, $1.7 trillion. So if you took a billion dollars, all right, and then multiplied that times 100. Okay. You would have a hundred billion. Right? I know that sounds ridiculous that I had to just do that math. And then multiply that times 10. And that gives you 1 trillion. Motherfucker. If there's ever a time 
that you uh, have to look at the money that flies into uh, our government's hands to support our military. This is a great way to do it. Now, that's just one fighter jet. Not, not one, but the entire program. So when, uh, and I've turned on this guy now. I like the song, but I, I hate that Oliver Anthony sits there and complains about paying taxes. I love paying taxes. Okay? Because I love that we have fighter jets uh, that can fly themselves and that can basically blow everyone up. That's fantastic. Uh, I say, oh, thank God we have taxes so we can buy fighter jets. That is awesome. So the next time you start bitching about your fucking taxes, Oliver Anthony, uh, understand that we have to fund $1.7 trillion worth of fighter jets. So shut the fuck up, you freedom-loving brick. God damn. Yeah, we don't want to pay our taxes anymore. Shut up. You're going to jail, dick. God damn. I love taxes. I want more. I want to pay more. I think we should all uh, pay like 20% more. Patrick writes, Oliver Anthony makes me sympathetic towards the rich men north of Richmond. No kidding. I love those rich men north of Richmond. We need more rich men north of Richmond. Because if we have more rich men, we have less uh, uh, poor men like you. All right. There's uh, a couple stories um, about this jet, including the 911 call, because let's start there. The pilot, um, he's in a parachute and he lands in some guy's backyard. So some dude comes out and he goes, Hey, what are you doing, senor? And he, he, he says, yeah, well, see that fighter jet. I was in that thing. So they, they like called nine one one. This is similar to like uh, uh Maverick top gun. When uh, he's in that one supersonic jet and then he ends up punching out. Oh God. It was, I love that movie by the way. I, did, I had low expectations when I saw that movie, but now I believe that I'm in love with Tom Cruise. Okay, this is the uh, 911 call. You'll be frustrated. You'll be as frustrated as I was with the 911 operator. 911, what's the address of the emergency? Okay, tell me exactly what happened. I guess we got a pilot at our house, and he says he got ejected. So he ejected from the plane, so yeah. we just see if we could get some... Ambulance, please. I'm sorry, what happened? Uh, we got a pilot in the house, and I guess he landed in my backyard, and we were trying to see if we could get a, um ambulance to the house, please. Okay. So, like, what's how? Okay. Um, what is the phone number that you're calling from? Okay. Uh, we're getting help on the way. I, I, give me just a moment. Yeah, no problem. The guy in the background is the pilot. You can hear the pilot talking in the background. I made it in the neighborhood. Uh, I don't know what happened. Okay, are you with the patient now? Yes. 
Okay, how old is the patient? 47. So we have a military jet crash. Okay, so now <laughs> the pilot grabs the phone and uh, he thinks, for some reason, he feels like she's, and I can understand. But the 911 operator isn't really understanding what's happening. Okay, how old is the patient? 47. So we have a military jet crash. I'm the pilot. We need to get uh, rescue rolling. I'm not sure where the airplane is. It would have crash-landed somewhere. I ejected. Okay. How far did he fall? I was at 2,000 feet. Okay. And what caused the fall? Okay. What caused the fall? Now, even if she's been on the phone for 90 seconds and the other guy has said, yes, the guy, he was a pilot, he ejected, and he landed in my backyard with the parachute. And she's like, what caused the fall? You, Why do you even need to ask that question, you dipshit? Oh. I was at 2,000 feet. Okay, and what caused the fall? Uh, an aircraft failure. <laughs> an aircraft failure. Okay. Okay, is there any serious bleeding? I, I don't know. I can't see myself. <laughs> you can just tell he's frustrated. No, he's not fine. Uh, he's just hopeless uh, What did the other person say? I feel okay. My back just hurts. So he's more concerned about, look, lady, there's a plane flying through America right now. That's what, I mean, all right, great. I, I might need some help. I'm on the phone. But at the same time, you got, this is, this is urgent here. Okay. Has there been a report of an airplane crash? I have not any? What do you mean? What do you mean an airplane crash? I, part of me thinks that 911 dispatchers should do this. They should say, look, I realize these questions I'm asking you sound like I'm an idiot and I'm not understanding you, but um, I am. And the ambulance is always is already on the way because that's what they, they always, sometimes they say that, sometimes they don't. And this one she does, she says, hey, it's cool. I've already dispatched. But they lead the person who's on the other end, like the pilot who's experiencing anxiety big time. They haven't been reassured that there's help on the way. Um, come up yet. Okay, what part of the body was injured? Ma'am, I'm a pilot in the military aircraft and I ejected. Um, so I just rode a parachute down to the ground. Can you please send an ambulance? Yes, sir. I've already told you they're on their way. I'm just required to ask these questions while they're en route. I don't think you did say that you said they were on the way. Maybe you did. Maybe I missed it. I'm always so unbelievably frustrated with 911 operators. Nick says they are more worried about evidence collection than helping. Uh, Kenny says she did not say that they were on the way. Uh, Kenny earlier said, all she needs to say is an ambulance is on the way. Cole from the Cole report, by the way, Cole has a podcast, the Cole report. So if you search the Cole report, 
Is it report or rapport? I don't know. I think he might be ripping off Stephen Colbert. Audience member Cole is a podcast. He sounds like a big wet pile of fuck, but he's doing a podcast. So that's great. Cole, I'm just giving you a hard time. Sounds fine. You just need to relax. And you need to, you know, this is what you need to do, Cole. My first bit of constructive criticism, uh, constructive, construct, I can't even talk, constructive criticism on the Cole report is um, you're going to need to inflect more. It's going to take time to master speaking patterns and shit, but you're, you're, the first thing I noticed is you cannot drone and you're droning. Okay. You step when you, if, if you haven't done this enough, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to drone. And when you drone, it's like, Oh fuck, I can't handle it. It's as bad as vocal fry. So you got to practice before you publish anything more and not droning. Do you hear how I just raised the intensity there for no apparent reason? You know, that keeps people engaged to some degree. If you're going to sit there and do a podcast on your own, uh, you can't sit there and drone on like a cock. So get that shit together. All right. Tyler says, all 911 uh, operators are terrible at simply stating emergency personnel are on the way. In the meantime, I need to ask you a few questions. Perfect. Perfect. It's like their superiors say, look, we want you to be vague and frustrate the person who is in distress. Uh, a little bit more from this. Local media um, went out into the field from to where like the je- the actual... A jet crashed in Williamsburg County, South Carolina. And they talked to one of the locals. So uh, I think this is great. More about that crash of the F-35. The U.S. military is investigating to learn more about that crash. of. Okay, now this is the guy that they interview in the background. He looks like Johnny Hayseeds here. The F-35B fighter jet in Williamsburg County. The plane went down on Sunday. It was discovered yesterday near the Indian town community of Williamsburg County, a little west of Hemingway. Raymond Owens spent the day today near the crash site. I had a chance to talk to a man who lives out here. He told me he actually heard the plane as it was flying past his house and crashing nearby, but he didn't know what it was. I'm almost October the 6th. I'll, I'll be 72 years old. I love this guy in The Shining. Scatman Crothers has been found. Randolph White retired from his job at the paper mill in Georgetown 10 years ago. He lives in this house with his wife in a very rural area of Williamsburg County. He loves living about two miles away from where he grew up. Normally, it's pretty quiet, but on Sunday afternoon... I was in the uh, in the bathroom taking a shave. <laughs> okay. Now, he said shave, but no one says taking a shave. So, Nick pointed this out to me, Nick W. It sounded like he's... It makes you think he's about to say taking a shit. And I heard us. Counting. He loves living about two miles away from where he grew up. Normally, it's pretty quiet, but on Sunday afternoon... 
I was in the uh, in the bathroom taking a shave. Uh, a strategic beep on shave would make it sound like he said taking a shit. And I heard a, a screeching, saw that between a screech and a whistle. I said, what in the world is this? And I heard a boom in my whole house show. White says he didn't realize it was a plane at the time, so he didn't call anybody. The first thought came to me, I said, hold on. Saw that between a screech and a whistle. I said, what in the world is this? And I heard a boom in my whole house show. White says he didn't realize it was a plane at the time, so he didn't call anybody. The first thought came to me, I said, the F-35B airplane wreckage created an extensive debris field. The wreckage is located off Old Georgetown Road. Military security is very tight with numerous red and white signs on the side of the road that read, No trespassing. This area has <laughs> oh, been designated shit. a national defense area. Yeah, you go near there. You're never going to be seen again. Just through the grace of God, nobody didn't get hurt. Because the church right up there, about a half mile. About a mile of old Georgetown Road will be closed for an unknown period of time. Yeah, I imagine the security, at, I mean, I can only guess. Um, one of the things they might be concerned with is, I don't know, um, what is part of that plane falling into the wrong hands or somebody, whatever, taking pictures of shit and then selling it to the fucking Russians or whatever. Who who knows? God damn. And that guy was awesome. Uh, Ashley says he has nicer teeth than me. He did have nice teeth, but let's not be foolish here. There is no one that we all know who has nicer teeth than Ashley. You know, I mean, seriously, what do you, how do you do that? Tyler says, I love this person so much. Uh, and those are the signs they keep up around area 51. It says this is a national security area. Stay the fuck away. Crimson Chin says, can't wait to see how it went down. I'm guessing you're not going to get the full story. Oh. His impression of that sound made it, it made going down was amazing. Yes, it was. Uh, I have a feeling we will be hearing that whistle in the future. Yeah, um, it's it's an amazing story. It's but uh, as the as the locals, you know, uh, root around trying to find an- find answers. That means you won't find any answers. The uh, secrecy around our uh, military is probably pretty uh, pretty high there. Moving on, um, Trump is uh, doing his victory lap. Uh, basically all he's going to be doing from now till election night, 2024 is, uh, doing what I'm about to show you right now. I remember in 2016 when he was, uh, campaigning and his uh, numbers were through the roof and he was starting to dominate in the primaries 
And everybody was realizing that, holy shit, Trump's going to win this damn thing. You had uh, people coming out of the woodwork trying to uh, slow down the Trump train, and there was there was no stopping that shit. Now, uh, I'll be the first one to tell you that um, this is not great. This is not great for uh, for people in America. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I'm I'm less concerned with Trump, more concerned with the morons who love Trump. Uh, but he was in Iowa campaigning, and this is uh, this is what it's like for Trump. You would never find this for Biden. He's it looks like he's at a bar, just kind of hanging out with the folks. Uh, you got the security dude here, security chick here. Here's the, you can get a high noon for like just six bucks or something like that. Here, here's the keynote board. Uh, Trump posing for a picture. And then watch what happens here. Okay, you got a hot chick here who's with their husband, I guess. And she's looking at him like, oh man, uh, he needs to be inside me. And she's like, hey, will you will you sign my boobie? Now, behind her, it looks like her mom and her grandma, three generations of chicks who want to have sex with Trump. Look at, look at, mom and grandma are having a moment together while Trump is signing this chick's boobie. And, uh, and, and husband is like, yeah, that's cool. I don't mind. Yeah, this is all good. No problem. She's like, she's like, look, I, I, I hear you like to grab people by the pussy. Will you please do it to me? Look at mom and grandma. They, they are so in love with this. They love every bit of it. And then she, Trump's signing her arm. Guys, I get a tattoo. All good. All good. Everybody's happy. Jesus. H. Now I've, uh, this lady, she says here, this is disgusting and inappropriate. I disagree. I thought it was fantastic. This person says her body, her choice. Can you imagine the outrage if Biden did this? I love how it always goes to that direction. Yeah, can you imagine if Biden did this? Uh, let's see. All sorts of craziness. The uh, follow-up comments are always too ridiculous. Uh, Kenny says, strange, right on my shirt and my arm. Yay. Yeah, I, I've seen that Biden is smelling kids' hair. Trump loves grabbing pussies and signing titties. Yeah, I call it a draw. You know? 
I mean, if someone asks me to sign a titty, I'm going to sign a titty without a doubt. If somebody said, Hey, look, I'm doing, will you please do this? Absolutely. If you want me to help you and you want me to do something, I will do that. Um, I can say that I, I don't, um, I don't know what is, uh, it, it is weird. The whole smelling of the hair thing by Biden. Do you think anybody has ever said to Biden in the white house? Like, Hey dude, um, no more smelling children's hair. Okay. I don't think that he's a pedophile. I don't think anything is weird there. I think he's just old and, and that's what old people do. They don't have a filter. Okay. I think Trump's filter is actually intact. Biden with the dementia, he doesn't have a filter. And I think he's had dementia for a long time. Uh, but Trump, uh, that whole victory, this is going to be so much fun for this guy. Okay. This is going to make his victory so much sweeter. The fact that he's had four years of, of nonsense since the, um, since he lost the election. And I do believe he lost hundred percent fair and square. I don't believe any of the nonsense about fake election and all that shit. Uh, when people ask me, is this a witch hunt where they're trying to indict Trump? Yes. Yes, it is. They don't want him to be president again. Um, and do I think that he's guilty of these things? Yes. Oh yes. And I, and I hope he goes to prison like forever, but he won't. He's going to beat the rap on everything and he's going to be in the white house again. So you might as well get used to it. That's a perspective you won't hear from anyone else. He's a piece of shit. Uh, I don't want him in the White House, but it's going to be such a one-sided affair in this next election, unless if the Democrats come up with someone who is not uh, at death's door and is horrible. Oh, hang on. You know what this means, don't you? Trump is trying to get a hold of me right now as we speak. Uh, hang on, sir. I gotta, I gotta set up the uh, uh, high quality phone line. Uh, welcome uh, to the Eric Zancho podcast. I understand you just called me a piece of shit on your puny little broadcast. Is that right? Well, yeah. I mean, everybody knows. You know it. You know it too. Not at all. No, not at all. I'm probably the smartest guy that's ever walked the planet. Let's be so honest about that big crud. First of all, I understand you showed that wonderful footage of me signing that uh, that breast in the bar. Is that correct? Yes, yeah, sir. Are, are you making breakfast right now? It... Of course. No, I don't make breakfast. They, they deliver the McDonald's to me and I eat it so much. It's so great. It's tremendous, really, when you think about it. The Egg McMuffin is probably the finest sandwich that was ever constructed i don't know ray crock he was so intelligent okay well sorry i didn't mean to throw you off but uh yeah um yeah of course you're a piece of shit you know that of course of course if, if i'm a piece of shit that probably makes you the largest piece of shit i'm so honest about that 
You know, when I signed, I autographed this woman, this beautiful woman, by the way. Yes. Asked me to autograph her, her T-shirt on, on where her breast is. It was so great. That's what a rock star does, Big Fraud Zane. When are one of what is the last time your zaniacs had you sign and autograph their breasts? Well, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I never, thank God. Um, but you know, I I I can't disagree. You are you are bigger than a rock star. In fact, and the thing is, the truth is, I mean, those breasts were kind of on the small size. I'm more of a CD man myself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I'm not. I like I like the small fried egg ones. Well, th- these ones were perfect for you, I assure you. You probably would have, I mean, you probably got a wet one just looking at me <laughs> signing that. Let's be so honest. Oh, yeah. I I am jealous. Um, And you, and you, you know, you, you did what, the, those older women behind you, they were wet too. Of course, of course. You know, and they, they were supporting this. This is what's so great about it. This is mom and grandma or whatever. And they're standing back there saying, go ahead, autograph it. We don't care. <laughs> You know, and the truth is, Big Front, I don't know if you knew this about me. I've never drank alcohol in my life. And here I am in a bar and these people love me. I can associate with just about anyone. When you oh, think yeah. About it. Yeah. These are degenerates who, you know, I mean, that's that's what you appeal to. And everybody knows it. And that's why you are going to win again. It's so true. You know, and, and my brother, Fred, he was he struggled with alcoholism. And he died from it. I don't know if you knew this. He died from no, it. No, I didn't know and that. My father, my father was not very, not very proud of him. And so I did everything in my life to make sure I never touched okay. this stuff, never drank it, not even a lick of it. That's good. Uh, that's that takes. Uh, I mean, that uh, that can sometimes be a person's undoing. God, God forbid, if you did, it could have killed you. You know. Oh, totally. And are you are you hearing that the, these these crooked Democrats and Joe Biden? They're going to have a, a wonderful government shut down. You know, when I was president, I never, I would never have allowed the government to be shut down. I mean, this is the place of American business and they're going to shut it down. I would have done so many deals. You would have seen maybe the best deals ever. Well, yeah, I, uh, I have been following that to some degree and it, it, it it's no surprise. These, uh, there, there's such a uh, divide between Democrats and Republicans. It's, it's a damn shame, sir. Damn shame. Well, it is, it is. And you've got Mitch McConnell in there. We don't even know if he's alive and he's basically an automatic Democrat. He votes yes on everything. It's so, it's so terrible what's going on in, in our great government. And I'm telling you, I'm going to get back in there and we're going to clean it up like you've never seen it cleaned up before. Um, I don't doubt that. I don't that it, it, doubt that it's frustrating to me because I, I think that the people who follow you are psychopaths, but uh, I, I believe you. I think that that is, you are going to be a success. I would not call the great patriots of our country psychopaths. I think that's so totally, so totally trashy of you, Big Fraud. I think that's <laughs> terrible that you do these things and say these things. Because we all know in your deepest core, you're a conservative just like me. And you want the same things that I want. We want secure borders, great business for America. And remember how great the economy was under Trump. It's going to be so great again. We're going to make America so great. You're going to see it big broad. You're going to yeah. see maybe the best America ever. Well, I don't. I don't agree with you on the border thing. I think we should let those people. I think it should be an open border. They should just let them in. Just come on in. Welcome them. Now, why on why on earth would we do that? You know, the southwest border encounters are up 348 percent under crooked Joe Biden. As compared to me, it's so disgraceful. Well, how could you say that? That's Why right. would you want these dirty Mexicans well, <laughs> in our country? 
Well, you can't call them dirty Mexicans. I mean, that's a horrible thing to say about these people. They're just trying to find a better life for themselves, you, you fucking asshole. What, a, what, a, what the fuck? Drug lords, they're drug lords. They're terrible people. These, are the, these aren't good people coming into the border. These are maybe the worst people. You know, when I was president, we would lock them up. We would lock them and their little kids up, and we would <laughs> make sure that they would go back home. We, we send them home. We send them home. We say, go back home. Yeah, Mexican that, filth. You it, go back home now, sir. That's uh, that's a you're really showing your ass here by calling them Mexican filth. I don't, I don't, you know. I, well, not, I, I, not everyone, of course. I, you know, I'm I'm probably the biggest fan of tacos. Let's be so honest about <laughs> that. But I like, I mean, I like a taco. Don't you like a taco? Yeah, I like a taco, but a taco, I mean, that's so a, the Mexicans. They're very important, but the ones that are legally entering are the very important ones. We have these people, they're crossing our border so illegally, so illegally. They don't know what they're doing. They're coming through our borders and they're raping people. Oh, that's bullshit. That's a, that's a crock of shit. I can't believe you'd say that, sir. That's, that's ridiculous. The numbers, look at the numbers. I mean, gosh, our border, border security, 348%. This is crooked Joe Biden. He's sleeping at the wheel. We don't even know if he's alive, let's be honest. He's like Mitch McConnell. They just say yes to everything. Sir, uh, hey, uh, I gotta, I got things. I, I gotta call Rick from TC Paintball, so I gotta, I gotta let you go. You, you know, you're hanging up on me for some paintball store. That's tremendous. But listen, big front, I want you and your lovely wife, the Queen of the Netherlands or whatever, to have a wonderful weekend. It's going to be probably the best weekend because you got to get so prepared for Donald Trump. I'm going to be the best president since me. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, that's that could be your slogan. The best president since me. I I think you're on to something there, sir. And before that, it might go all the way back to Abraham Lincoln. I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, that's a that's a those are big shoes to fill, sir. Maybe the biggest shoes. I think. I mean, and I've worn the shoes, but I can wear the shoes better than anyone. Let's be so honest about that. Yeah. Well, hey, Basically, I gotta go. I gotta. What's gonna happen? I gotta go. You're gonna. Okay. Fine. Have a great weekend, Big Fraud. Give me a call. Maybe we can do something at some point here. I'd like to meet you for once. Uh, okay, sir. Uh, I'll I, sign your titties. I know you have the biggest titties. I've seen the pictures. All right. All right. Thank, sir. Thank you. Uh, he just hangs up on me. I'm surprised he didn't lose his shit and start swearing at me like he likes to do. What an asshole. Holy fuck. Filthy Mexicans. You can't call Mexican people filthy. Uh, this country was built on the backs of Mexicans. Some of my dear, the dearest, closest people that I know are the Mexicans. Why is it open season on the Mexicans? That's such bullshit. If people are losing their lives crossing the Rio Grande. We got an asshole like that talking that type of shit. Uh, Rick from TC Paintball joins us. Giving the dog a bone. What a great song, huh? I, I you know, I'm a, I'm an ACDC fan, and I never realized. You really? Yeah, I never, I never looked at the lyrics. I mean, I read a lot of lyrics. You know, when you're a teenager, listening to music and being depressed, I read a lot of lyrics and shit, but I never read that one. Yeah, can you imagine the uh, a writing meeting with that, where they're presenting ideas for this song about oral sex? And they're just laughing and doing and stoned out, stoned out yeah, of mind. God knows what. Let's let's write a song about a chick who just looks so so, but she's good at giving uh, me oral. I mean, I'm sure there was no shortage of them back in the day. 
I mean, these guys write about what they see. I mean, they were seeing that shit every night, right? Is there anything more desirable than living a rock star life? I mean, seriously. Well, for a certain period of time. Yeah, I imagine people get sick of it. You know, it's kind of like it burns hot. And then I would like the idea of, I mean, the way ACDC does it, because they'll make an album. Every song sounds the same. And then they go on tour for like three months. And then they take like two and a half years, three years off, you know? And then, I mean, they're they're pacing themselves right, but nobody, and I mean, nobody wants to be Vince Neal. Right, right. Where it's you, you have to work, you have to be on stage just to survive because you've blown all your money like a dumbass or whatever, you know? Right. And you you just, you have no ability to do nothing else. Like you, 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 and you can't take that person serious. Like at some point, yeah, you, you partied hard for a long time, but you know, we get old at a certain point and you evolve a little bit. I have such a respect for ACDC because I've enjoyed their concerts so much that I think I would prefer to see them over like the Rolling Stones, Paul McCartney, or like Bruce Springsteen. It's, it's that much adoration. I love them so much. I agree with you. Um, that's more my genre of music, um, uh, rather those than those others that you mentioned. But I, I think I have a, 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 or some type of respect for you know Rolling Stones and Paul McCartney just because of what they are to the music industry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know, because there are other bands that I like whose songs all sound the same, but I don't, I don't like them on the level that I like ACDC. Similar, yeah, right you yeah, know what I mean? Just, yeah, 100%. I don't, I don't know why, but for some reason, if an ACDC song is playing, it, I, I could, I just really struggle to get tired of any of that shit. It's, I'll go out on a limb and say that they're the best band whose whose music sounds all pretty much the same um, out there. There's a lot of other bands that their music sounds the same, and I can listen to three songs and I'm done. But ACDC, I can listen to album after album. Did you ever watch any documentaries about them, about how important Malcolm was to that band? No. No, I haven't. Oh, shit. Uh, if you were, anytime Brian Johnson speaks about he, – he took care of all – in addition to being the rhythm guitarist – he was a, he was a, a very very hands on in the final product that would wind up on the album tape or CD or whatever. He was mixed doing so much behind the scenes work um, that it, it he was so much more of a loss more than just being on stage playing the rhythm parts for uh, while his brother plays lead. He was he was, he was fantastic. Well, yeah, and I mean, they were together for a literal decade, decade after decade after decade. So, you know, you lose somebody that's that close to you and you work with so closely. I mean, that's a huge loss. That The the background, the behind the scenes, that is interesting to me, though, is like, you know, like uh, um, like uh, Gene Simmons or like Nikki Six, who who do a lot of producing outside of, you know, the band that they're in. Um, it's interesting to see different skill sets out of those people that you really know very little about, aside from, you know, the, 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 the tune they play or whatever. I remember when I was growing up, the uh, Highway to Hell was a huge album. Highway to Hell and Dirty Deeds when I was a kid. And man, they leaned into that whole devil worship thing. And <laughs> holy fuck, that was like, kids like us were drawn to that like moths to light. No doubt about it, oh. man. It was uh, intriguing, right? Yeah. Was, um, and they, they, couldn't, they couldn't be further from worshiping the devil. I mean, these are all, it, it's a whole family affair, like Alcum or uh, Malcolm, Alcum, Malcolm and, uh, and Angus and their sister, the sister would sew his schoolboy uh, shorts. Um, she actually made the outfit for him uh, on stage 
And then she came up with the name ACDC because I guess that has to do with uh, something in electricity, like current or something yeah, like that. Current, current, yeah. And she saw that on a sewing machine and she said, I, I want you to call your band this. She came up with the fucking name. I didn't know she was that involved. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So anyway, this trip down memory lane brought to you by ACDC. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. We our right there. What, uh, when you were, uh, you did a paintball tournament in Chicago last week, uh, and you were on the field this time. Is that right? Yeah, I was back to playing again. Uh, my knee, because of the knees over toes, is in really good shape. I, uh, I played better than I played in years, to be honest. No shit. Did, you, how'd you, did the team fare really well? <clears throat> we did. We were undefeated in, uh, in regulation. Uh, we, uh, we went 3-0-1 in prelims. Um, we were the number five seed going into finals. We matched up against the four seed. Um, they beat us in overtime. Uh, so undefeated in, in uh, regulation is a, you know, uh, um, a, a definite improvement from the last couple of years of how we played. So we're pretty happy with that result. Overtime and paintball. Is it like first guy to get shot from a team and it's over? No. So basically, you know, when we, when we show up and do the uh, Eric Zane paintball wars, um, we, we play a game, right? So you play a game on the airball field. So essentially that uh, uh, when we play against another team, we play a number of games. And each game is worth a point. So it doesn't matter how many players you have alive. If you win with five bodies alive or you win with one body alive, it's still worth a point. So you're playing against this other team in a timed match. And at the end of regulation, it was two to two in the overtime game. So they had won two games. We had won two games. Um, and then they beat us in the overtime point. So they beat us the overtime game in a five-on-five game, um, and uh, they moved on, and we didn't. Okay. Well, all right. Good to hear. Uh, good to see. And uh, speaking of a paintball event, uh, we have to do one coming up um, for uh, for the fall. I mean, we've been uh, we've we 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 haven't met in quite some time. I think we kind of skipped the summer. We skipped the summer for sure, and I apologize. Hey, don't worry, about it. don't worry it's, about it. Don't worry about it been busy and i can't complain about being busy um i have like four and a half more weeks of coaching football to go and then we're playing world cup in november okay and after that, everything is going to open up so probably at the end of november is what we're looking at we'll, we'll dub it the thanksgiving something uh, something yeah Set, i'll thanks. let you handle that part of it all right excellent okay i'm looking forward to that because i know that my mexican brother and sis brothers and sisters want in uh, and there's some people that Hondurans are, that, yes, the Hondurans, all those folks that are south of the border want to play. Uh, yes. Terry and Beth reached out. Terry says, hey, are you mad at me? I go, no, we haven't done a fucking paintball tournament in, or a paintball event in a while. But uh, all right. Uh, uh, I haven't seen Terry and Beth in a while either. That, or in a while either. It'll be really good to see those guys again. Um, one game and a bunch of injuries, and I'm already freaking out about the Lions. I told you not to go so high so early. Now, yeah, this is bad. They not, uh, bad. not bad yet. It's a long season. Yeah, I know, but I'm worried about it because Atlanta comes in. They're pretty good. They're only uh, their defense is really strong. Lions are banged up, man. They're very injured right now. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you know, injuries are going to happen, especially in a 17 game season. So, you know, part of being a good team is not just putting talented guys on the field that work together well, but you got to be able to endure the season, the ups and the downs. And, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a down. So, you know, you got a deep roster and, you know, next man up. Go get a win. Uh, different topic. I was talking about Trump. I'm 100% convinced he is going to win the presidency. Agree or disagree? I'm sorry? 
he's been aggressive towards you lately. Oh yeah, and he, he yells at me, hangs up, he calls me names. Yes, yeah. I don't think he was sober earlier in the week when you talked to him. He was really aggressive. Oh yeah, I don't know what his deal was now, but I think he's going to win. Um, do you think he's going to win? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. It's get ready. I think everybody who, um, whether they hate him or love him, I think most people agree that he's going to kick everybody's ass again. It's like, it's like a movie, man. It's just, you know, it's just so wild. Yeah. I'm just, I'm right now preparing myself for it. Yeah. Yeah. I believe. Uh, yeah, totally. Uh, okay. Anything else going on? You need to update us on that. I, I know I sent you a video of a golfer, who, but I didn't get a chance to play it yet, so I don't want to get into it right now. I'll play it after I hang up with you. Okay, you're going to play it? Yeah, I'll play it right after. Maybe if you give us a preview. Have you ever lost your shit on the golf course? <laughs> no, I'm, I I understand that I am not a good golfer, and I just am out there enjoying it and trying to improve myself with something. And uh, I can't imagine being – I can't imagine the video. I, I, won't, I don't want to spoil it all. I don't want to Kenny it, but uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll enjoy watching it when you break it down. Uh, at the end of the day, this is where, uh, you're, you're on the golf course and someone behind you waits a little, doesn't wait long enough before they tee off. That's what happened here. You know, and the ball rolled up on the guy. So if you've had that happen, that's what happened to this guy. And he responded poorly. (laughs) Yeah. to, To put it mildly. Yes. Uh, all right. Give my best to everybody there. You got football this weekend with your kid. Yep, yeah, tomorrow morning, early tomorrow morning. So uh, we're trying to go 3-0. Is he still growing like a weed? I mean, every time I see him, he's he has a new element of man about him. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. This is uh, this is the part of fatherhood I was not prepared for. Or one of the parts of fatherhood. There was a whole bunch of parts of fatherhood that I wasn't prepared for. Oh, yeah. This is one of them is how fast he's growing at almost 12 years old. He's damn near my height. Yeah, it's it's been remarkable how, especially lately as uh, – as his body changes, that's a, that that's tough for a kid, man. You know, it really, I, I don't think they realize how uh, stressful that is, you know, what they're going through. Yeah. I mean, at, at every point, there's a lot of stresses. I mean, uh, you know, he's a, he's a preteen right now too. So when he gets to that point, I'm sure that's going to be a fun ride of, of emotional ups and downs. Right. Right. Has, um, does he score touchdowns? No, no, he's a, he's a tight end. Um, I've got a couple of plays drawn up where he can carry the ball and catch it, but uh, we haven't we haven't called his number yet. Oh, so you're the head coach? I am, yes. Oh, and this is a tackle football team. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a uh, fifth and sixth grade at uh, Granville. That's awesome, man. I love that. At that level, are there um, uh, like high school coaches that come and check players out? Does that ever happen? Um. There's a whole, you know, there's a whole program and we, you know, at the fifth and sixth grade level and even at the third and fourth, they wanted us to run the same or very similar offensive uh, um, terminology and formations that they run at the high school level. So the kids are, you know, used to it at that point. Now, are they watching kids? I don't know if you pay attention to high school football, but there's a sophomore that plays for uh, Granville who is a phenom and he was a um all, I think he was all state, but definitely all conference last year as a freshman. Um, and his name is uh, Jaden Terry. So I'm sure they were watching that kid. You know, last year he was either all conference or all state or both um, as a freshman. So I'm I'm sure he was a terror as an eighth grader, and they knew who he was coming up. So uh, so yeah, there is they, they know who the who the absolute wow. went up through the system. What what position did you say this this kid plays? Uh, he's a, he's a running back. Oh, he's, he's 
just a beast then. Can you imagine being a ninth grader and some senior linebacker tries to tackle you and you and you like humiliate him? Oh yeah, and he's got these giant legs and he's built low to the ground. He's fast. Uh he is a lot of fun to watch. For a week one he had I think two hundred and forty two yards on the ground and four or five touchdowns and a two point conversion. Jaden Terry is his name? Yeah, they call him Tank. Wow. That's yeah. incredible. That's gonna be the type of kid where uh, you know, he's gonna have like uh stars attached to his name. Oh well his dad I believe played like in the NFL on a couple different practice squads. I think he played for the Cowboys and the Eagles, if I remember right. Um so they you know he's I think he's been grooming him to bring him up and you know get him ready. So if he has the you know size and ability at you know when when he gets out of college going to college, you know, he's gonna he's gonna have the, the roadmap laid out for him. If I had a kid that uh, was that good, I would so make it not fun. I'd be oh. like, I'd be, li- I'd be like, you got to keep it going because you got to make me rich. You know, I would, I would be that idiot. Oh, absolutely, for sure. <laughs> I mean, we're all asshole dads at one point or another. You know, I got my kid playing paintball. My, you know, I, we, at that paintball tournament, my my kids team, you know, a bunch of ten and eleven and twelve year olds uh, went down there to play as well. So now it's like, yeah, I want paintball to be fun for you, but damn it, I want you to win. No, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to put the killer instinct in them. You got to brainwash it, brainwash them, make it not fun. That's the uh-huh. only thing to do. For sure, for sure. <laughs> okay, Rick. You're the best. As always, Rick, TC Paintball, TC Paintball, GR.com. I love you. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. See you, man. You notice he didn't say I love you back. It's because he doesn't. He's using me for my good looks. Now I want to see this kid play, this Jaden Terry. I always love those stories when you when the kid just like kicks everybody's ass, you know. Every time he gets the ball, I wonder if there's highlights of him yet. Because nowadays, um, you you put out a highlight package so that the colleges can like you know. Sniff you out. You don't get a fire in your belly right with boring breakfast. Terry, full you gotta game light that highlights. sucker up with the good stuff. Kodiak uh, stuff. Versus Caledonia. So this is last year when he's a freshman. He's in ninth grade. He's playing against uh, kids that are like twice his age. Not twice his age. Here we go. Jaden Terry. He's going to grow quite a bit. Look at all these kids. These four dudes that are chasing him. They're all pissed off. Five dudes. Wow. Oh, yeah. This kid's a bitch. How fun. Oh, look at him. Come on, little buddy. him bust another one. All right, great. Come on. Grab your dick or something, kid. All right. 
That was 10 months ago. He's probably like six foot five now. That is so cool. Um, I deny that. I guess some audio was playing when a commercial was on. Sorry about that. My bad. Okay. Uh, by the way, uh, folks on Facebook and X and YouTube, I haven't yet kicked you out. I'm going to kick you out now. I appreciate you being here, but the rest of the show, still plenty of show left, is available on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live or download the Twitch app and then search Eric Zane Live, all one word. Um, everything you're hearing right now is going to be an audio podcast. As soon as I wrap this one up, I'll post it. You can find it wherever you download shows. As always, please support the sponsors on the show if you can, either your local or uh, some of my sponsors are, you can they can be utilized no matter where you are. Uh, so support them. And uh, also keep in mind that I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I still have to post the audio podcast of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. And who are these Zanes? Looking forward to that. And uh, you can sign up for my Patreon and try it out. A test drive, if you will, for seven days free when you go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. And then just try it out for seven days. See if you like it. That's all I ask. doesn't cost you a dime. You do have to put in a payment form because if it goes one second longer than seven days, it will charge you. But I make it very easy for you to cancel it. Okay. So sign up. And I don't care if you sign up and two minutes later, you cancel it. You get the seven days no matter what. People are like, you're stupid. Why do you keep telling them that? Well, I don't want to trick you into uh, paying for my podcast. I want you to like it and then keep it going. So I like to tell you uh, how easy it is to do that, just so you know, because the trickiest thing is just getting people to even think about signing up for the Patreon. But I'm confident that what I'm doing on there is fun, engaging, and um, entertaining enough that you will, you'll keep doing it. So, uh, and it, it helps, you know, this is how I make my living these days uh, through doing the, this podcast. So I'm just, I'm just excited that you're here to enjoy this. But uh, if you want the rest of this one, it's on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live or download the Twitch app now. Okay. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And uh, the open and live stream of today's show brought to you by King's Room Barbershop. I have got to get this haircut. Uh, I have not had it this long. It was under the advice of Andy Skyver, 49% owner of King's Room Barbershop. And his lovely wife, Colleen, 51% owner. I'm sure it's more like 99% Colleen, 1% Andy. I said, Andy, I want my hair to be styled appropriately. I want it to look like Sandra Bullock's uh, now deceased boyfriend. He died of Lou Gehrig's disease. No, he died of ALS. Wait, that's the same thing. Yeah, that's what he died from. Anyway, that guy had great hair. Such a loss. So I want to look like that dude. He goes, okay, you got to grow it out. So I'm growing, I have grown it out. Now I just have to get there and get the haircut. I can't wait to shoot video of Andy giving me the haircut. 
I'll go to one of three locations. King's Room Barbershop, either Northland Drive, Caledonia, or Wyoming. Now, for the longest time, the Wyoming location was part of Rogers Plaza. They got out of there, and now they're five minutes away from that in Wyoming at their own building. King's Room Barbershop at 821 36th Street, next to the costume room. Their website is kingsroom.net for pricing, schedules of all the stylists so you know who is where. All walk-ins, no appointments, longest you'll wait is 15 minutes. If you're a guy, you get your hair cut at King's Room Barbershop. Don't go to Sport Clips, Jude's, or Lady Jane's. Try King's Room and mention your old pal EZ. Thank you to Blue Frost IT. Online at bluefrostit.com. The way they do this is they're in business for small and medium-sized businesses so that they have an IT department. Typically, small and medium-sized businesses don't have uh, a troubleshooting team if something goes wrong. That's where Blue Frost steps in. I utilize this. You pay them each month. That way, if things go south, they're there for you. It's not a lot. It's like an insurance policy of tech. For more information for you or your business, reach out at 616-285-50. Let's say uh, you just have a problem. You can get on their radar by reaching out 616-285-50. They will help you with all of your needs. Thank you, Blue Frost IT. It's time for EZ to go tinkle. I will be back. So I was just thinking about earlier in the show when Ryan was complaining about, oh, I haven't lost weight like you, big fraud. Yeah, well, you can't do that. You know, you can only control, worry about you. You can't compare. Just make good choices and keep it simple. Don't do anything other than that. Keep your head down. Keep walking, keep eating appropriately, and wait. Each day, you're closer to your goal. No more of this complaining bullshit. What the hell is wrong with you? Okay, I uh, talked with uh, Rick about this, uh, this video. This dude is golfing. The guy in the green shirt there is upset because the people that were playing behind him, I guess uh, they teed off and the ball was a little too close, landed by him, and he didn't like that. So he kind of lost his shit here. You'll be able to figure out the part when I think this guy lost his shit. We got a Karen on the golf course right now. I'm going to take your clubs. The guy's taking her ball. I'm going to stand here and you can 
complain. Goodbye. I'm not complaining. You're the one pitching. No, you're the one that approached me and I asked you to walk to speak. You took her ball! Please don't speak to me. We're coming over here. You took her ball. Bro, you took her ball. Yeah, she. he's saying, come get your ball. If you need money for her golf balls. Okay. Uh, no, you won't, because I'll plant you, bitch boy. Here it comes. Fuck off the cart. Walter. Walter? Walter? Oh, here we go. You see that? Okay, now his shirt is off. His shirt is off, and he's flexing like a silverback gorilla. Oh. That's what you look up in the heaven, bitch, and you want to test God, you fucking come get it. Shit, stack. Okay, he's mentally ill. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh. Something about you're going to heaven? Wow. We got a Karen on the golf course right now. All right, now if you're just listening to the audio podcast, you must, you must go to the show notes and, and, and see this guy. Oh my God! Dude, I'm not fight you over a if you need money for her golf balls, Walter, Walter. Oh, here we go! See that? Wow! That you see that? What? I don't know. He doesn't look that impressive to me. I don't think he's. I don't think he's jacked enough to be impressed with what I. I he looks. Uh, very disproportioned. Oh. That's what you look up in the heaven, bitch, and you want to test me. Oh, God. That is, that's, God, you fucking... That looks like the type of body. That's the best I could ever possibly look right there, you know? And that looks disgusting. Come get it, shit stack. Okay, he's mentally ill. Oh. You think I'm mentally ill? Yes, I know you're Wow. Something about been to heaven? Jesus, fuck. Look at that, dude. Okay. Now, if you're going to do that, there isn't a person on the world who would uh, who would support this guy. So you know how this is going to this is going to go. The big bad internet machine is going to find out who this guy is. Linda says it looks like Dean's brother. Um, Whoever said this to me at first, I forgot who it was. Might have been Tyler. Um, Said, yeah, this looks a lot. This guy actually looks a lot like Dean. Minus uh, Minus the Bluetooth. Yeah, it was Tyler. Rich says, did he shave his chest but left his belly hairy? Tyler says, quote, you see that? The most average body ever. <laughs> quote, he's mentally ill. Let's move along. That forehead is the most frightening thing about that guy. Wow. Brandis says, oh, Lord, secondhand embarrassment. Tyler's joke was, I said he's just a Bluetooth away from being creepy Dean, LOL. 
Yeah, Dean would have, uh, he would have uh, uh, had a golf shirt, though, and would have uh, cut the sleeves off. Rich says, you know, he's practiced that little speech in the mirror, uh, probably. Becca Shea says, Trump supporter. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Ryan says, oh, God, nothing looks good under that shirt. The Danity says he's been waiting all his life to do this. Tyler adds, Dean would have said, you see that? These are horse jacking muscles. Tyler, that's fucking great. You're really great at coming up with these jokes. I can't do what you do. How do you do this shit? You should be doing a podcast. Fuck me. Uh, I'd like to say that everyone has lost their shit like this at one time, but probably not. I wonder how he actually fights, though. I don't know. He looks pretty good. He might need to work on that chest a little. And I wouldn't I wouldn't go into that uh that that crouched flexing thing anymore. That was He was kind of like it looked like an animal. Oh, God. Oh, that's horrible. Uh again, sorry for the folks listening to the audio podcast, but this is definitely you have to see this. You really have to see this. Uh, Ryan says the most impressive thing that guy did was get the most beautiful neck tan known to man. Not the face, not the chest, not the tummy, just the neck. And Brandis adds, this dipshit is unhinged without a doubt. Without a doubt. He's trying to scare those people. That's really risky, though. If you lose your shit like that and say, all right, come on. And then what if the guy on the, I mean, you have no idea the skill set of the other party. What if you're like uh, skilled and, you know, fucking Brazilian jiu-jitsu or whatever the fuck it is, you know, you went to the Gracie school, you, you fight MMA, you're a boxer, a wrestler. I tell you what, um, there are two people on the planet who, um, I know personally, that I think it would be a bad choice to ever fuck with. And they are Doug and Dougie at Bosco's. Oh my God. Doug has so many stories. He's been shot. Okay. If you're someone who's been shot more than once, something's going on. I don't want to. I don't want to go out there and say checkered past, but Doug's been through a lot. He also's worked security uh, for uh, at at bars. He's been a bouncer. He's uh, martial arts, jujitsu, all that shit. Uh, last weekend there was some drunk there trying to convince Doug to arm wrestle him. Uh, uh, Doug is. Uh, Strong motherfucker. He is, uh, he's, he's really built like a brick shit house. Plus he's got old man strength. So you're looking at a dude about 57 years old 
And some fucker is trying to convince Doug to arm, uh, arm wrestle him. And he's like, eh, I'm not, not going to do that. And this guy kept on. And finally, Dougie, his son, says, just do it and get it over with. So Doug goes, all right. And it was over in like a second. And he slammed that fucker's hand down so hard. And the guy's like, round two, round two. He goes, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm going to hurt you and you're going to sue me. And then the other one is Doug E., his son. As calm as the day is long until the wires touch. And if they touch, oh, oh, oh no. Oh, this is bad for you. If either of these fuckers um, gets, if because we're in the in the kitchen making food, and if some one of the servers says you need uh, you need to flash the badge, and these one of these two idiots comes out, whether it's somebody unruly at the bar, or somebody's too drunk to be served and won't leave, or someone's causing a ruckus, oh no, you do not want to be in the receiving end. When one of these two has to deal with you. Oh, I, uh, I, I, one day I want to actually witness it, but from what I've heard, it is not pretty and very, very effective too. Maybe tonight, maybe tonight at Bosco's where, as you know, the world's number one fry cook will be there. Make sure you come see me. And tell your server, we are here to see Eric Zane. In northern Michigan, the UP, something very strange happened. Well, I shouldn't say very strange because I imagine this happens all the time to those people up there. Now, you have to understand, uh, we have this enormous missing link society. Uh, none of them have jobs. They're all hunter gatherers, self-sustaining. You get on that bridge, you go north of that bridge, Mackinac bridge, and you're in a, a totally different country. You, yeah. The other side of it is Lake Superior, this cold ocean. And the other side of that is Canada. Uh, the only way to get into it is through the bridge swimming, or if you go through Wisconsin and not a lot of people know this, but Michigan has a border wall to keep these people in there, not to keep people from coming into Michigan, but on the Western side of the UP, there is a 300 foot high wall. It's made of ice. And, um, there's a group of people that patrol it to keep the people that are in there in the UP in. And they're called the Night's Watch. Okay. And uh, so that's the way it is. We don't have to worry about any of the people that are in there coming across the bridge to the south uh, because they don't have automobiles. They would, they would try to walk across and then they're just um, captured and they're led back, stripped of their clothing. And uh, then they have to fend for themselves. They usually make new clothes out of tree bark and moss. And then head back over the bridge. So that's how it is. Um, but in the community of Faithhorn, never heard of it. And I've lived in Michigan my whole life. Um, 
a family noticed that their two-year-old had walked away from her home. Now, um, the mom and dad said, don't worry, she'll be back. And uh, people who were vacationing nearby, they said, no, we need to call emergency personnel. This is true. This actually happened. Um, it was just story was just updated yesterday at 10:30 p.m. Little girl's been found. Uh, the tourists were like, "Well, I think we should call the authorities." Um, the mom and dad said, "No, this happens all the time. Two years, uh, if you're two years old, that's well, perfect time to get a job. Uh, it's the way we live up here. It's not a, it's not a problem. This happens all the time." Um. But the tourists called the police. Police get involved and they start the search for this two-year-old little girl. Uh, The family noticed that the dogs were gone too. So they had figured that this was uh, an adventure. No dogs, no toddler. Again, two years old. Uh, The child was found... Hours later in the woods, sleeping on one of the dogs like a furry pillow, according to Michigan State Police. Now, this is a feel-good story for the cops. Typically in the UP, the state police, every day, they have to gun down families because they try to get across that bridge. So this is a, this is for once... A uh, not one of those moments where they have to just basically machine gun people. You know, it was a good day. They they rescued the two year old. Now you think I'm bullshitting, all right? But look at a toddler lost in the woods is found asleep using family dog as a pillow. Uh, Lieutenant Mark. Gianuzio said she laid down and used one of the dogs as a pillow and the other dog laid right next to her and kept her safe. It's really a remarkable story. Now you turn to the mother and father of this two-year-old and they're like, well, no, it's not. This is, we do this all the time. Troopers use drones and police dogs in the search while local police and citizens from both Michigan and adjacent Wisconsin, that is west of the wall. Help look for the girl in the remote wooded area. Totally unnecessary. Troopers from Michigan State Police's Iron Mountain Post had been, that's where we do sacrifices in Michigan. Iron Mountain. Had been called to a home in the Faithhorn area of Menominee County about 8 p.m. Wednesday after the girl wandered away. After midnight, a citizen on an ATV found the girl three miles from her home. Wow. Two-year-old girl wanders three miles away. Uh, She was checked by medical staff, appeared to be in good health. Well, of course she's in good health. She was having a great time. Uh, Faithhorn is an unincorporated village. Now, when they say village, I want you to think like the M. Night Shyamalan film, The Village. It's like that. Uh, Just east of the Wisconsin state line. Um... About 60 miles southwest of Marquette, Michigan. So that's just east of the wall that I was telling you about. Incredible. 
I'll link that up if you want to check it out. Kenny says, as I was about to say, Game of Thrones stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if you knew this, but um, George R.R. Martin, that asshole who nearly wrote an incredible uh, saga of books but didn't finish the last one, that whole thing was inspired about Westeros and the, and the kingdoms by the Upper Peninsula. He lived up there while he and drew inspiration um, for those books by uh, just living up there. All a true story. Incredible. Uh, folks, I have um, done a terrible job of maintaining these sponsorship mentions during the show. And I've got a hard out today, so um, I got to rattle off a little bit here. Of course, we talked about TC Paintball. Rick from TC Paintball, love that man. It looks like that'll be a uh, late November frost on the pumpkin style paintball war. Number 23, it's not set in stone. But you can set an event in stone. By booking a party at TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Michigan's premier paintball destination. People come from all over the state to TC Paintball. tcpaintballgr.com. Book your party today. If you need to enroll for Obamacare, healthcare.gov. And you do if you're in between jobs or your employer does not offer insurance, or you're self-employed. Don't go it alone. Have Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance do it all for you and pay him nothing. It's free. Frank makes his money from all the insurance companies that he puts his clients into, into their policies. To get started, Frank has a website tailored for you. It's called buyinsurancehere.com, B-U-Y, insurancehere.com. It is the one and only destination you need for all things like Obamacare, Medicare, Social Security, or life insurance. Frank can help you with all of these things. It's his site. On it, there's a spot that says, how did you hear about me? And it says Zane. Right next to another podcaster by the name of Dilly, who... He goes, oh, yeah, I'm advertising on the Dilly show. I go, what the fuck is wrong with you? Dilly's a political commentator, which I am not. I am um, a podcaster entertainer. I am, I am the number one podcaster entertainer. That's right. Number one podcaster entertainer. Dilly just sits around and talks shit about Biden. So... More people say they heard about Frank from the Zane show than they do the Dilly show. When you actually speak with Frank, say stop spending your money with that dumb shit Dilly and put it all towards Eric Zane. Thank you, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 616-532-6600. Smack dab in the middle of uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. No matter where you are in the area of West Michigan, get your cars repaired at Irvine's. Whether it's scheduled maintenance, something blew up on you, or uh, you know perhaps you're just looking to um, 
Keep your car on the road. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 616-532-6600. The website, ERVines. That's ervines.com. E-R-V-I-N-E-S. Irvines.com. Early bird drop-off. Late bird pickup. They have loaner cars for you to borrow. No problem. And uh, that is free. It's a free service for people that um, are getting their cars repaired. Thank you to Irvine's. It is... uh, Important to mention Joe Martinez as often as we do, because you need to be reminded that you need your furnace tuned up. That thing's going to be running full time before you know it. And if you haven't spent $79 to get it cleaned, inspected, and maintained, you're making a huge, a huge mistake. If you haven't done this ever, like if you're like, I don't think I've ever done that. And that does happen. Don't worry. Uh, The one thing you cannot do though, is put it off. 616-516-8579. 616-516-8579. If you are in West Michigan, this is who you call. Joe Martinez. He is my open southern border brother. Let them in. 616-516-8579. The only people who don't want an open border are bigots. Joe and I agree on that. And I know you two shoot. Uh, and you two... You should too, as I'm trying to say. You too. What am I doing? There's Joe. I know he's here right now. Open border. Open border. Let them in. Let them in. 616-516-8579. Finally, no matter where you are in the U.S., if you need a mortgage, you need to get it from the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Anywhere in the U.S., you need a mortgage. Get pre-approved today. 231-332-6505. As with all the sponsors, mention EZ. Whether it's your first mortgage, you've been paying a rent to a slumlord for God's sake, or you've done, or if this is not your first rodeo, Maybe you just need money out of your home to pay off a high-interest credit card bill. 231-332-6505. Maybe you need money out of your home to pay for a pool cover. For an in-ground stainless steel pool that's shaped like a kidney bean. That's heated. Advertise on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Send me an email, eric at ericzanecho.com. I'll tell you how it works. Your asshole of the day today. Hmm. Trump's victory tour, the fighter pilot, the 911 operator. Um, but I think it. I think we know who it is. Your asshole of the day today brought to you by TC Paintball is Golfer Dean. When he's not jacking off horses, he's making an asshole out of himself at the golf course. That is my time. Uh, I've got a meeting at 10 a.m. So I'm ending this now a little bit early. My apologies. Uh, I love you all. It's been a fantastic week. 
chit-chatting with you. If you want more, it's on Patreon. Sign up for free now. Just one of you who is not on Patreon, sign up for free so that I know someone is hearing this. Hello? Hello? Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Crimson Chin 420 says, go Falcons. He wants the Atlanta Falcons to win. Thank you, Jimmy. All right. Thanks again. Open the southern border. Till next time. Bye-bye.